Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The state of Maryland kills an infanticide bill that would have legalized abortion 28 days after the child is born. California, however, introduces that same infanticide bill. And Dr. Anthony Harper reports from the White House on Ukraine and Israel. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The state of Maryland and the Maryland legislature has now stopped a proposed bill that will not become Maryland law that would have legalized child killing, in fact, infanticide up to 28 days after the birth of a child in the case of a failed abortion. The American Center for Law and Justice reports now that after a public outrage in opposing infanticide up to 28 days after a baby is born, the Maryland Senate killed their proposed bill that would have given immunity to abortion doctors. ACLJ and our friend Jay Seculo and his team of lawyers had actually testified in Maryland and submitted testimony. Uh, in fact, it says, quote, testimony on Maryland Senate Bill 669, also known as the Pregnant Persons Freedom Act of 2022. Notice they call it pregnant person because in left-wing states, you can't use the word woman anymore because a man might be pregnant. So they're calling it a pregnant person. This is transgender nonsense is what it is. But that bill had teeth and it had proposed a revision to the fetal murder manslaughter statute that would have served to handcuff the investigation of infant deaths after a failed abortion or infant deaths that are unrelated to abortion and say, oh, you can't investigate those because uh, if it's around the time of birth or up to 28 days after birth, it's not yet a human being. So you should not investigate or prosecute, even in cases of neglect that results in fetal death. The bill would have legalized infanticide. Here's some of the exact language of the bill. It said, quote, this section may not be construed to authorize any form of investigation or penalty. So get that, no investigations, no penalties, for a person experiencing a perinatal death, perinatal, we'll talk about that word, death related to a failure to act, end quote. In other words, a, a baby who is born alive and could well be abandoned and left to starve or freeze to death and nothing could be done to those who participated in the cruel death of that baby after they were born. The bill would also include a section that would allow, quote, a person to bring a cause of action for damages. So abortion doctors can sue the state if a person was subjected to unlawful arrest or criminal investigation for a violation of this section as a result of experiencing a prenatal death. In other words, abortion doctors cannot be investigated, cannot be accused of any crimes, and if they are, they can sue the state. 
as a result of experiencing a perinatal death? Wait, if the child dies, you can't investigate the doctor because the child had no rights until they were 28 days old. There is now no clear definition of the term perinatal in the Maryland Code. However, that term has traditionally meant in medical dictionaries all over society and medically, the word perinatal is different than the word prenatal. Prenatal would have meant before birth. Perinatal means around birth or, or up to 28 days after birth. Here's a medical definition of perinatal. Quote, the perinatal period is defined in diverse ways. Depending on the definition, it starts at the 20th to 28th week of gestation before birth and ends one to four weeks after birth. That's the definition of, of perinatal. So anytime the Democrats put perinatal into an abortion bill, what they mean is, oh, you can kill the baby even after they're born. Or specifically state or authorize that doctors may not be investigated or penalized for any baby's death up to four weeks after a live birth. Thankfully, Maryland Senate Bill 669 was killed in committee. But now, sadly, there is a similar Maryland House Bill 1171 that is going forward still that could allow abortions up to birth and that bill is still in debate. Also now in California, there is now a perinatal infanticide bill that we're gonna talk about after this short break. Our thanks to ACLJ and Jay Seculo and his team for that important report. If you're gonna kill a child or legalize the killing of a child with no consequences for the death of that child, no justice for the dead baby, even after they're born, then what this means is the Democrats are no longer defining life beginning at birth, right? I, I define life beginning at conception. I think abortion is murder. But, but now they're saying it's not even murder to kill a baby after they're born. You see any hypocrisy in that? Well, God thinks otherwise. The Bible says this in Job 31, did not he, God, who made me in the womb, also make them, those babies? Did, the, did he not, the same one, God, fashion us in the womb? Well, of course God made us in the womb. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray to an end to the abortion politics, which is now affecting live babies. Uh, Father, we pray that every child will be protected and this uh, effort to kill them or make it easier to kill them would be defeated. We pray for victory over the abortion holocaust, which is now extending up to 28 days after birth. God, it's a horrific crime, and we ask that you would help us to stop it in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about the California version of this infanticide bill. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. 
Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? I'm Dr. Chaps and I wanna make available to you a new resource, a four-part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from National Review, who confirms California has now introduced an infanticide bill that will legalize the killing of a child up to 28 days after birth. National Review highlighted the shocking Maryland law that we just talked about, but this week, a similar bill was just filed in the California legislature. And they're saying it's even worse than the Maryland legislation that failed. Here's the key passage of the California law. Proposed to be, it says, quote, one, two, three, four, six, seven, A, this is the bill number, notwithstanding any other law, a person shall not be subject to civil or criminal liability. In other words, abortion doctors get off the hook. For or no penalties, right, or penalty, or otherwise deprived of their right to kill a child, is what they're saying, the abortion doctor's right, based on their actions or omissions with respect to their pregnancy or actual potential or alleged pregnancy outcome, including miscarriage, stillbirth, or abortion, or here's the key words, right? Perinatal death, end quote. In other words, perinatal death, if it's up to 28 days after the baby is born, around the time of birth, not prenatal, because that would be before birth, but perinatal up to 28 days after birth, no civil or criminal liability, no penalty based on their outcome. Are you kidding me? Now it says it's, they're, they're not gonna punish actions or omissions, right? That's also in the statute. So what are actions that would cause a perinatal death? Well, that would be the intentional killing. I, I can understand omissions, maybe you neglect the baby and it dies on the table which is horrible, right? But actions will also be protected. Actions to deliberately kill a child would be protected. Similar to the Maryland law, if a state actor seeks to bring action against the abortion doctors who uh, kill by their actions or omissions a baby up to 28 days later with regard to perinatal death, then that abortion doctor or, or can sue the state. If any state actor tries to stop that or investigate that, the state actor can be sued, quote, 23469A, this is the paragraph of the bill in California. 
A party aggrieved by conduct or regulation in this violation of this article may bring a civil action against the offending state actor. In a federal district court or state superior court, a state claim brought in federal district court shall be a supplemental claim to a federal claim, end quote. In other words, the California law, if this passes, would literally empower abortion doctors to sue in federal court, the state of California for trying to investigate the baby's death. No investigation, no penalty. Or the person accused, the abortion doctor, can sue the state and win damages. Nothing in this bill, says National Review, would limit the license granted to the context of the baby surviving an abortion, which would be horrible enough, rather the freedom granted from civil or criminal liability, which would seem to apply generally, and the blue state bill, thinking about like the blue state pills, right? You take the blue pill, not the red pill, no. Uh, would, would allow a born baby to be neglected to death, and that might be an anomaly. A second option is that they interpret uh, the ability of it to take action, says the law, which means committing an act of infanticide. National Review says the cultural left is blazing new grounds of depravity. This reminds me of the Bible. In Isaiah 59, the Bible says this, their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting and destruction are in their paths. And this of course is the people who are introducing this horrific bill. I'm shocked, are you outraged? We need to pray against this. Let's pray, Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name. Again, for the protection of every child in California, whether they're born or, or not yet born, Father, we pray you protect those kids, protect those children, and don't let any abortion doctor or even uh, baby killer or, or, or people who are now gonna be protected by law in California from killing a child up to 28 days after they're born, we pray instead, Father, they would be brought to justice, that, that you would punish them here on earth so they won't have to suffer hell for the murder of a child in, in, under your law in, in eternal judgment. God save the children, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break and we have Dr. Anthony Harper at the White House. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen, or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also gonna include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes My Slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is My Pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about my slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Joined now by Dr. Anthony Harper, who is at the White House. We're gonna talk about Israel as it pertains to Ukraine and Iran. Anthony, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I'm thankful, it's great to join you from the White House, Dr. Chap. Well, thank you too. I'm concerned though, because Israel is under fire and specifically we've already reported and we will talk about Ukraine and Russia and all that, but our audience may not know that Russia is now funding nuclear energy sites in Iran, specifically at the Fordo Nuclear Energy Facility and uh, you recently had an encounter with the White House communications director. Can you describe what you're trying to get at and what was their response? Well, the big issue, the, the question I had that I had was, uh, or the question I had was, uh, what, what would uh, President Biden's uh, response be to Israel if they bombed Iran's nuclear reactors? Now, this is based upon the history of Israel uh, being connected to bombings and destruction of Iran's facilities, as well as Iraq's uh, nuclear reactors. So this is a very a troublesome issue for Israel, uh, Dr. Chap, because Israel being a mediator in this Ukraine-Russia crisis, but they are not neutral because they are dependent upon Russia to for coordinating uh, bombing strikes in Syria. So it is very alarming of, of Russia's growing anti-Semitism by helping Iran in any way. And we recently read from Gateway Pundit that uh, Iran has arrested some activists. They, they say they're spies, they say they may be loosely affiliated with Israel, although they're not Israeli citizens, uh, around the Fordo nuclear energy site in Iran uh, that has been funded by the Russians, but those spies, so to speak, were arrested by Iran with the accusation that they were already trying to destroy or sabotage their uh, nuclear energy program in Iran, which probably needs to happen, honestly. The, the Biden administration is weak on this issue. What did the White House communications director say when you brought this up in the question room? Well, it was really disturbing that she laughed uh, really mocking my question and Israel's concerns. So she said, this is a hypothetical situation and I can't answer, but but it clearly for her to laugh at this type of a serious issue is un, uh, unacceptable and uh, and beneath her, beneath her responsibility 
uh, as, as the communication director, it really sent a, a signal to Israel that they don't take this very seriously. Uh, Anthony, did you have a chance to meet with her privately later and did they give any more information? Well, I, I haven't yet been able to meet with her privately. I want to meet with her very privately to mention to her and help her to understand clearly about my role reporting for an Israel news service called Newsreel. And specifically, she needs to be aware that it was the Israel news service that gave me the question that I asked her. I understand. So now let's ask again about uh, Ukraine because Israel has been playing both sides. They're trying to be the honest broker, the mediator between Russia and Ukraine in the war. And Israel has sent ambassadors or envoys to moderate those discussions. They, uh, I, I remember just last month, Naftali Bennett, the prime minister met with Vladimir Putin, I think in Moscow to arrange these kinds of uh, negotiations and, and deals. But you say, that Israel cannot fairly moderate that because they depend on Russia for access to bombing Syria sites. We all know that Russia is, is controlling Syria, but sometimes terrorists come from Syria to attack Israel and Israel wants to respond. Are they really dependent on Russia to defend their own territory? That's the way it seems very clear to me. So uh, Israel doesn't really need any other country if they're dependent upon the God of Israel. A lot of things have to change in Israel, the attitude towards God. Um, and I think here in our nation too, regarding the issue of repentance and really to be nations that honor God. And then there is protection from terrorism. There's, a, there's great victory over terrorism when our nations are humble before God in repentance. But it, it is a very, a very disturbing that Israel in a situation um, with this good compromise situation, so they really clearly can't be neutral in this case and hopefully Israel understands what, what is going on here. You know, you mentioned Ukraine and the Russia issue and there's, and, and there's also the issue of Europe being dependent upon Russia for natural gas and other energy resources. And Israel has a Leviathan natural gas field that President Biden killed, this East Med pipeline that would have supplied energy to Europe so they're not dependent upon Russia. So you're seeing the, tang the entanglements that the world has with Russia, right? Iran depends on Russia. As you said, Israel in some ways depends on Russia. Syria depends on Russia. Western Europe depends on Russia. And yet Zelensky and the Ukrainians don't want anything to do with Russia. They are fighting back and they are winning. They have recently restored uh, security of the entire region around Kyiv, the capital, and they are not negotiating, they're not giving away land for peace to the Russians. They wanna win this war and they're fighting back. Is there any hope that with uh, more American support, I know they're asking for a ridiculous number of dollars, $6.4 billion in American aid is being floated by the Biden administration to help Ukraine. Would that be enough to establish Ukrainian independence? I doubt it, and, and there's the most other overall concerns regarding Ukraine, and that being the anti-Semitism in Ukraine uh, during the time of Hitler. Uh, you know, there, there's, there are very compromised situations that Ukraine is in, is in and has been in, and of course, uh, Russia's history is not so great. And, and also disturbing for the Ukrainians is that the Russian Orthodox Church 
being so closely aligned with Putin. And we have seen American charities, Christian charities, reaching out to help the Jews of Ukraine during this time of crisis. And, and we've interviewed people who are sending meals over there. Uh, thank you for your time, Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House. His website is imcnews.org. Please donate to help him stay at the White House. We'll be right back. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman Congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons. I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you how do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now, not just a book, but a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17 part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please donate so we can bring you these kinds of programs. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and donate today. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God.
We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.